Hello, hello. Welcome to the Hard Skills Show with me, Dr. Mira Bronku. I work with leaders in healthcare, academic, research, and STEM fields who want to lead well to get today and navigate expertly tomorrow. These are professionals who recognize the value of personal leadership development and want to be the kind of leaders that make a positive impact and create healthy, inclusive environments for others. These are people who have learned the hard technical skills to become subject matter experts in their field, but are now learning there's a whole new set of skills required to serve in leadership roles. I help them develop the new hard skills needed to navigate large, complex organizational systems and workplace politics and create greater impact. Some of you might call these soft skills. But we all know they aren't that soft. They're not that easy. That's why we call it like it really is, the hard skills. So today is the inaugural episode. Today is all about describing the purpose of the show, the focus. We'll be delving into um, who we're bringing on the show. So there's no guests today. It's just me, myself, my flaws. My awkwardness talking to myself. If you want to join me live, I am live on YouTube and on LinkedIn on talkradio.nyc. So please join me so I'm not talking to myself by myself. And um, we have uh, great production assistants. They're going to help me connect with you online so that if you are live, if you have comments, you want to share, um, hopefully I'll, I can interact with you. Okay. Um, that means this is an actual live radio show. It does get turned into a podcast and YouTube video as well later on, but those things are not deeply edited. I can screw up. I can't fix it, right? Maybe a little bit, but not much. I might take long pauses to think. I can't edit all that out, right? This is radio first, first and foremost. So some of you might find that a little frustrating, not professional, but those of you who value authenticity will find this refreshing. So stick around for the screw ups. I promise they will happen because I have no choice but to keep it real here. <laughs> so welcome, welcome. All right. Um, let me share a little bit about my background. And if you are joining here with me live, or if you're able to see the recording later on, um, you're going to be able to see that on YouTube so that you can see some of the visuals that I might share with you as I go along. Okay. So here's the first visual that I want to share with you, but I'm going to describe as well. Okay. Let's see if I can get this to work. Here's me screwing up. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, I couldn't get it to work. So it's okay. I'm going to give you the visual for yourself. Okay. A little bit about my background. Um, until I was six years old, I grew up in a country that was a communist dictatorship at that time. And my family and I emigrated to the U.S under a Jewish refugee sponsorship program. All of that is a fascinating story for another time, 
we'll leave that for another uh, episode maybe. But what I, what one of the things that I wanted to pull through from that related to leadership development, which it, this is the podcast for that, right? Those early life experiences for me and then for anybody else taught me a few things. As an immigrant, I developed a couple of things that I feel like really shaped my own career. I created a creative resourcefulness to know how to make something out of nothing. I created an entrepreneurial spirit, or it was pulled out of me, right, Um, to take calculated risks and an interest in learning how to navigate unknowns. All of that came from the immigrant experience and through watching my parents navigate that experience, which by the way, I'm pretty sure they're watching. And so, yes, I'm even more uncomfortable knowing that they're watching. That's okay. (laughs) Um, So I developed this in the context of very limited means. So even though I had all of this sort of like creative resourcefulness that we were developing, an entrepreneurial spirit to calculated risks, an interest in learning how to navigate unknowns. The flip to that is that within this context is also securing personal and financial safety and stability, okay? Which, of course, has its implications for how I think about who to trust, what to trust, where to put my time, where to put my effort and money, right? So balancing risk-taking with desire for security and safety was part of how I developed early on. I'll get back to that in a moment and how that connects. But let me move on to my educational background, okay? Educational background is in developmental counseling, so I used to be a school counselor, and clinical and organizational psychology. So I was initially a school counselor for five years in the Maryland, D.C., Virginia metropolitan area, and then I switched careers, ultimately moving into management and leadership roles within mental health research for the Department of Veterans Affairs and Duke University. And Those early to mid-career experiences taught me several more things about navigating my career. Namely, a couple of things. I've got five things here. Number one, understanding the technical aspect of my job would not guarantee career and leadership success, right? And this, this show is all about that right? It's all about how do you move out of the technical aspects of what you learned and extract yourself and learn new hard skills around leadership navigation. So understanding the technical aspects of my job would not guarantee career and leadership success. I also learned that understanding how to navigate the underlying workplace politics, the unspoken cultural norms, And the organizational values and culture makes an enormous difference to one's career. We wish it wouldn't, it does. And we're going to talk all about that. You can see here, if you're watching, if you're seeing the visual here, I do have a book, Millennial's Guide to Workplace Politics, all about that piece. Okay. Once I pursue those things, 
I could make a greater impact and influence. And regardless of my role or position within the organization. Informal leadership. Okay. Number four, having the right mentors, consultants, coaching, and other people in my life as sounding boards could really catapult my career and my success, regardless of really what I was doing. I use those same folks for catapulting my business. And number five, these are all teachable. So when we come back from the break, the break is is set up um, to come up soon. When we come back, I'm going to share a little bit more about how these things are teachable, learnable, and how I am going to set up the entire show to teach you each of these skills successfully through a five-phase process. Okay. Um, I do see here in uh, my chat on my end that we had some functional kinks, um, technical difficulties in putting this available online on LinkedIn, but we are fixing that. It's still available um, through YouTube. If you go to talkradio.nyc, you could see it there on YouTube. Not yet available on LinkedIn. That's okay. We'll fix it. Um, but let me close out before um, the, this first break. Um, and leaving you with that, how these things are teachable and how we're going to get there. So come on back soon. Very excited to have you return and listen to how we can learn together through the guests that we'll have on the podcast and through some live coaching that you'll hear about. Okay. Thank you all very much for joining. And we're going to close out and move into the break in just a moment. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape driving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify your business today. Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.
I told you I'd screw up. I did. Welcome back to the real me, real world, real life happening right now. <laughs> so um, the first section, I just sort of started uh, sharing a little bit about my um, career and um, early upbringing and um, sharing with you the five things about um, what I learned about not navigating my career once I hit the early to mid-career level experience. Now, um, in the midst of my career development and growing, I also got married. We had two kids. And another developmental change um, was this sort of different life experience, an additional change in my life, which, you know, some people go through. And that affects your leadership identity and progression and how you see yourself and how you navigate. And that definitely affected how I saw myself and where I was going. Now, the good parts about this is that as a result of having to um, manage more things, especially with the kids, I learned boundary setting, prioritizing, time management, delegation, and decision-making, like when to say no and when to say yes. And I've written a lot about how to do this at work and at home in my Psychology Today blog posts, okay? Um, and I just want to sort of um, bring all of that together in, in that as a result of these and many other early and mid-career life changes, circumstances, and career epiphanies, it made me realize that I had access to a lot of experiences, um, amazing mentorship, and developmental opportunities that other people did not have. And I was inspired to share this with other people. It is the thing that inspired me to write this workplace politics book. Okay. Um, and it's the reason that I started the Psychology Today uh, posts. It's the reason that I'm doing this show today is that I want to share this with more people. Marshall Goldsmith, who is a renowned, world-renowned um, coach and business educator, calls this thought philanthropy. I've been through um, one of his programs, the Forefront Program, which was sponsored by 100 Coaches. And the goal here is just to share as much as we have learned with others, right? I was noticing how many women, especially, were coming to me, asking me for mentorship. And that led me to start a social impact company, which is now called Towerscope. If you're watching, you can see my uh, logo here, Towerscope. And um, specifically also wanting to share the framework that I've been designing over the last five years and how... I'm interested in creating a ripple effect in supporting women, especially those who are underserved, underrepresented, underestimated, such as those with additional marginalized identities. So through all of this research, through my writing, through the interview that I've been doing, I've pulled together all of these sort of ideas into a framework that I'll be sharing during this podcast. Okay. And the framework pulls from the personal experiences, it pulls from the developmental counseling, because whether we realize it or not, the changes 
that happen during our adolescent years, even before that childhood, does have an impact on how we see ourselves, how we develop our identity, how we go about maneuvering in the world, what it means. So pulling all of that information together, pulling experiences as a clinical psychologist and the research that I've done there, including in trauma-informed approaches, and then finally organizational psychology, which is what I do now, as well as my own leadership journey. So what I'll be exploring for the show is that framework. It's called the Strategic Leadership Pathway Model, which, by the way, listeners, I am not wedded to this name. Let me know if you've got any better suggestions for what to call it. I'm happy to uh, welcome and receive any ideas for what to call it. But right now I'm calling it the Strategic Leadership Pathway Model. And um, it's based on my review of currently existing research on leadership development and what the gaps exist for supporting women and other marginalized groups when it comes to leadership. What I've come to realize is that current leadership development models are missing key aspects of leadership identity development, right? They're called leadership development, but I'm calling it leadership identity development because it's this identity development that has such an impact on our trajectories. So in the same way I describe how my own career pathway was shaped by my early and midlife experiences, each person has a different leadership identity pathway they develop. The things that happen to us over time that shape who we are and who we can be. Okay. And if we don't take the time to tease apart who we are, what our strengths are, how the environment shapes us, then we will be at the mercy of someone else's vision, shaping it for us, which is how many of us lose our way. Now, in addition to this critical leadership identity formation, traditional leadership development models are also missing key aspects of systems thinking, how we navigate within the level of complexity that we face now in multiple layers of systems at the individual level, the group or team level, our community level, society, organizations. So the strategic leadership pathway model has five stages of change required to make a greater impact as a leader that we need to work through. They are interrelated. And every time we move into another step in our career progression, whether it's new complexity, greater scope, greater responsibility, We face a new challenge. We might need to revisit each one of these phases all over again, because sometimes we need to redefine and restructure. They're incremental, but they're almost like a spiral, concentric spiral. I think one of my group coaching programs, um, the participants in that program um, sort of thought about that visual instead of like a stepped visual. Okay, so what are these stages? First stage, facing uncertainty. What is our relationship to uncertainty? Where does that come from? What does that mean for us? Right? When I was talking about my experiences, I was facing uncertainty when I was coming into a new culture. My my family was facing that, right? And how we defined it for ourselves, how we made meaning and took meaning from it 
led me to thinking about uncertainty in very specific ways. In some of the ways, it was around excitement, opportunity, creativity, change. In other ways, it was need for safety, need for security, right? So our relationship to uncertainty has a big impact in how we face things as leaders as well. Number two, developing identity. Developing our identity as leaders on top of the identity that we've already developed as individuals or in the context of our relationship with other people or because of our backgrounds and upbringing and culture or because of our training, right? I identify as a psychologist. I also identify as a woman, right? And what does leadership identity add onto those multiple different intersecting identities. Number three is mapping a strategy. How do I map out a strategy that makes sense for me and my organization that keeps me authentic to who I am and what I bring while also connecting it and aligning it to the organizational strategies and mission and needs? This can be kind of difficult to navigate if you don't already know yourself and what you're bringing and how to tease apart these other two phases that I just mentioned. Number four, navigating complexity. How do you navigate workplace politics? How do you navigate becoming a team leader or a leader of leaders? How do you navigate change management, changing from where you are currently to where you need to be as an organization in the current context of an uncertain world, chaotic world, right? And then finally, moving with impact. How do you use all of these things to move with greater impact and create a greater impact? And that includes creating an environment that is supportive of all a healthy, inclusive work environment, okay? Each season will explore one of the stages. So season one is going to focus on facing uncertainty. We're going to interview experts who will help me explore a different aspect of the season's theme. And we're also going to try to get one to two guests who will be receiving free coaching and consultation from me about a specific leadership challenge related to the season's theme. And by the way, if you're interested in this, please apply to be on our show. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can connect with me. Let me know if you're interested in getting rece- receiving free coaching and consultation on the show around these areas. Okay. Uh, we're going to go into a one minute break. When we come back, I'm going to share with you who's coming on the show, what we're going to focus on, Coming up in this season, we still have a couple of slots left for people to receive free coaching. I will share that with you in a moment, but let's go right into our break right now and we'll come back. Thank you all. We'll see you soon. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism, 
Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Oh my God, my music that I picked out makes me so happy that like, I don't even worry about messing up on the show. <laughs> it just puts me in such a good mood. Um, also, I just want to thank a couple of friends that have been like texting me throughout the time that I've been doing this. So thank you to Olivia Nadison. She has been such a supporter and she is texting. And then Christine Pan. Thank you. She's like, even if I'm not doing great or doing awesome, it doesn't matter because these folks are part of my support system and they keep me going. And this is part of what we'll be talking about throughout the show is how to set yourself up with um, people around you who just elevate you. Right. And what does that mean? So um, thank you all. Love that. Uh, So I promised that I would share some of the topics that we'll be talking about on the show. Okay. Um, again, for the first season, we're talking about um, facing uncertainty. So leading through uncertainty or leading with uncertainty, right? So leading others through uncertainty, leading yourself through uncertainty, or leading with the experience, the feeling of uncertainty. What do you do? Right. Okay. So, um, I have a sheet here full of a list of um, topics that I'm looking at. Okay. Um, I have got relationship to uncertainty here. We're going to be talking about societal messages about uncertainty. What are the societal messages that we receive that cause us to believe or worry about uncertainty that may not be um, helpful or supportive? And could sabotage if we actually truly believe them. So I'm looking forward to Dr. Patty Weeder uh, sharing those 
experiences with us and her her um, expertise. Um, another one, self-trust and uncertainty. Jesse Janelle is going to be speaking with us about self-trust and uncertainty. She's got a TEDx talk on this, and I'm super excited to have her on talking about that. Now, the one after or soon after is with uh, Dr. Vanessa Roddenberry, and um, she is a trauma expert, and she's going to share with us the flip of self-trust, managing uncertainty when your gut could be wrong. Under what conditions might you want to question your relationship to uncertainty or how you manage uncertainty or even your gut feeling about going in one direction or another? Not to be mixed. Okay. Um, the next one after this, so next Friday, we're having Carrie Patterson on. And um, she is a, a genius with all kinds of um, planning, project management, um, uh, you know, software engineering experiences, all kinds of things. And she is going to talk to us about when to take a risk if or when you don't have a plan. So I'm excited about that. And by the way, all of these topics aren't just coming from me and like, my, you know, what I'm interested in around this topic. I actually went on LinkedIn and I surveyed people and I said, what, what do you want to listen to? What do you want to hear about? Um, what questions do you have? And they gave me a long list. And then I took that list and I went out to uh, my community of experts who I knew could fit those topics because they've been doing research and talking about it all along. And I said, hey, can you talk on this? Are you willing to? Because people want to know. So super excited. Okay, that's uh, Carrie Patterson next week. Um, when and how to shift from survival mode. That would be a good one. Uh, leading through uncertainty by knowing your values. How can you use your values to help you lead through uncertainty? Uh, Dr. Laura Eigel is going to be talking about this. I'm super excited about that one. Uh, she has a book on this topic. She um, does group coaching with this. Um, mentorship in leading with uncertainty. How can mentorship help you lead through or with uncertainty? Okay. Um, now, I got some topics recommended to me by my personal trainer, Kevin Burnett. Yep. Hi, Kevin. I don't know if he's listening, but he's he's been listening all about this podcast development. He's been listening to me talking about coming up with a name and me deliberating um, all while like helping me do a pull-up, <laughs> which is my one goal with him is to do a pull-up. And so I um, probably to distract him, I was like, Hey, why don't you tell me about like, what would you want to hear about, uh, when it comes to, uh, leading through or with uncertainty. And so, um, he shared with me and he's, by the way, he's with, um, fit Carbro. Um, if anybody's in the area that lives around me in North Carolina, um, mentorship and, uh, faith, he said. He's sort of curious about having faith and leading with uncertainty when you have the burden of other people falling behind you, which I thought was really interesting. He also was interested in the mentorship one. And the other one that he suggested is the benefits of leading with uncertainty. What are the benefits? We talk a lot about the risks. What are the benefits? Guess who's going to be talking about benefits? It's Dr. Karen Edwards. She's an organizational development um, actually an IO, industrial organizational psychologist. 
And um, she does a lot of work with women in leadership and with team development, organizational development. So she's going to talk about the benefits. So there's there's a lot more. I mean, I'm going to ask, you know, answer questions around how do you maintain team and organizational cohesion when you feel untethered? How do you know it's time to take a risk? How do you relinquish control and delegate when you don't know if you could trust your direct reports? That came from one of my clients. How can you still think strategically or long-term when you're facing uncertainty as a leader? That's a big one. I'm really excited. Uh, Stephanie Mockler is going to come talk with us about that one. Um, How can being aware of the barriers help us navigate uncertainty? That came from uh, the LinkedIn poll, Lisa DeAngelis, who's an estate manager, an executive assistant. Um, She shared that question as well as um, what are the skills we can strengthen and how can we embrace a more fluid approach? So all of these and more we'll be uh, talking on the show about. I have more lined up than what I mentioned, but I'll leave some to the imagination, some to, to um, lean into. Okay. So facing uncertainty is the name of the game for this season. Let me start sharing with you how I think about facing and leading with uncertainty. And I'll just like share a general definition. It's how we experience leadership as a journey of unknowns. I'm going to share that again. How we experience leadership as a journey of unknowns, which it is. Right? So listening to that, some of you might be thinking, ooh, journey of unknowns. That sounds like a bad thing. Some of you might be thinking, ooh, journey of unknowns. That's exciting. And some of you might just be ambivalent about it. Mm, I don't know about this journey of unknowns. I need a lot more information, right? Um, by the way, I'm going to uh, pause here. I see um, Christine actually um, added on the YouTube channel that is live now. She she shared, what a great lineup of topics and people. Looking forward to hearing more from you and these other experts on um, navigating the work world. Agree with Frank. Loving the music. Thank you. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Christine. Okay. So going back to like the experience of how we interpret journey of unknowns, right? Some might think sounds really bad. Some might think that's exciting. Some might think I'm ambivalent. I need more information. That's because we have a relationship to the unknown and feeling uncertainty. That relationship is based on both our genetic makeup and our lived experiences of facing unknowns, right? So let's go back to taking my life as an example. As immigrants, my family and I face dangerous or unsafe situations sometimes. For example, it could be, you know, due to where we could afford to live, due to the nature of how we left, right? We face challenges in our status prior to being official citizens, which a lot of immigrants feel. We um, wondered about our feeling of belonging or not in a new country. Significant need for developing financial stability, which I mentioned before. 
these experiences shape our identity. And your identity isn't just about who you are genetically. It's heavily molded by your experiences. It means it shapes how we approach uncertainty. And for me, it meant that I welcome certain kinds of uncertainty, right? Like I mentioned, with the entrepreneurial mindset, resourcefulness, taking risks for a better future, creating a new life, the potential for opportunity, that all comes with the immigrant experience. But it also means I might avoid experiences that might bring up feelings of lack of safety and financial instability. So for example, when my husband and I meet with a financial advisor, which I realized I needed to do to sort of like check myself and my sort of interpretation of how we felt we were doing, that financial advisor has to constantly reassure me that the money we have squirreled away for so long and how little we spend compared to many people indicates we'll be just fine. And yet here I am having held two jobs for the past five years and refusing to really believe it. Now, I I actually don't hold the second job um, just for the money. It's really for the passion, right? Um, The the business, the social entrepreneurship, uh, social impact company is part passion um, and part where I'm going next, right? But I do it in a calculated risk fashion is what I'm trying to say. So that's where it's coming from, right? Because um, a certain level of financial unsteadiness causes uncertainty in the wrong direction for me, which is, by the way, not ideal for an entrepreneur. Taking some financial risks is what you're supposed to do. And I'm learning how to do that. But with the help of a lot of you know coaching and consulting and advising from people who can level set for me, right? Okay. So being aware of this helps me be more thoughtful and intentional in my decision-making. Now, we're uh, coming up to a break. After the break, I'm going to share with you an additional layer that adds even more complexity, right? What is an additional layer that could add even more complexity to that one identity? And what does that mean? And how does, how does that shape leadership identity? So after the break, we'll talk about that. Looking forward to it. Join me after the break. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape driving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify, your business today. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? 
Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. We are back. We're back. We're back. Um, I'm getting more messages from uh, lovely colleagues and friends uh, cheering me on despite the technical difficulties we had. It's all good. It's all good. I mean, this is what makes it nice to have it live is like you just get to experience someone for real, right? Authentically. And I think like we just need a lot more of that these days. We're looking for that. We're craving that. Um, so there it is. Okay. Um, I mentioned before that part of sort of our identity is shaped, you know, early on. And mine was through the immigrant experience, right? Another is that I, I identify as a woman. And in the U.S., there's a lot of messages that girls and women receive about how to act if we're to behave within the traditional norms, right? For example, being and appearing perfect for others and in control. Control your looks, control your body, control what you say. Otherwise, you're too sexy, you're too brash, you're too much of something. And therefore, you won't get what you want or what you need. Which, of course, is unfair and ridiculous. And, but interestingly, it also is different depending on where you live. So, for example, it's different than how I was brought up in my own culture, where women had their own careers. It was important for them to have their own careers. There were still traditional norms superimposed, so it's still kind of weird. But being kind of like um, tough or aggressive or assertive was like not, not a big deal, right? And, and, um, here in the U.S., it is a little bit of a big deal. And um, also within the U.S., where I grew up in New York versus where I live now in North Carolina, and even where I lived in between Maryland, Virginia, D.C., these things um, mean I was sort of constantly trying to adjust and figure out the culture and how to navigate, like, what are the norms, even just not just like the norms of um, working within specific organizations, but the norms of being a woman changes too, which is fascinating. So in the South, where traditional gender norms are a little bit more stronger in terms of the expectations, sometimes I would rub people the wrong way when I didn't follow those traditional or expected gender norms. Growing up in New York, that was less of a problem. Everyone's brash there. Everyone's kind of loud there, right? But moving further South created a bigger clash. 
So back to facing uncertainty, there is a lot to navigate. There are messages we start receiving way before we enter the organizational world, the work world as adults. And then there's more layers of messages that we enter into at, within organizations at higher levels of leadership, right? Now, what's fascinating to me is when I was first starting out working, I received some messages and I was still sort of trying to fit into one mold, both societal expectations of being a woman within these you know, organizations and what was expected, as well as being young, right? As I started moving up in different leadership roles, greater scope and responsibility, the messages around uncertainty shifted. It used to be earlier in my career that it was okay for me to feel uncertain and lean on people who were older or more knowledgeable, more senior in the organization. But as I moved up in higher levels, the messages changed. You need to take more risks. You need to make final decisions. You need to make the call. What? Before, that was not okay. Now that's okay. Okay. And what does that mean about how I feel about how I lean into uncertainty? Right? And then taking more risks, making more quick decisions at higher levels of leadership, that's the message you get over and over and over again, but that doesn't always make sense. It depends on the risk, the level of uncertainty, what employees or clients need, then what you're working through in terms of your relationship to uncertainty to tease that out, right? So I'm, I'm going to just give you some more examples here. I'm currently working with a mix of people from research, healthcare, and financial industries. And it's fascinating the different ways they navigate risk and risk management and the risks they are willing to take versus not in these different fields. And where, where's that coming from, right? So for example, people in research focus on risk mitigation most times because they're setting up experiments that they don't want to blow up, right? Figuratively or literally, depending on the experiments. Right? They have to control for a lot of variables. They work within limited funding organizations. They have tight budgets. So when they get into leadership roles, they might not take the risks necessary because they're still, still thinking about how they functioned successfully as a researcher. But it might not apply to their leadership role. It may, but it might not. Or they, they might need to manage different kinds of risks. The folks in healthcare are often the same, but because they have learned that people's lives are in their hands, they're likely to take certain calculated risks if it connects to the belief that they could save lives. And then the folks in the financial industry, they take risks depending on their job, whether they're in risk management, operations, Versus a revenue generating role, or if the role must balance the two, which I'm working with a, a number of people where the roles must balance the two. And I'm fascinated with how they're trying to, how they're learning how to navigate this. 
So then how do they reconcile who they are, what their training set them up to do, and who they are becoming as leaders? So I want you to think to yourself, what messages were you told or what did you believe about uncertainty? What still lingers today? Is there anything that gets in the way? These are the conversations we'll have this season. Okay. Okay. When you tune in, I hope that you're ready for some deep reflection time. I hope you're ready to take notes and make a few small steps to further develop your hard skills muscle because we're going to offer not just expertise from experts and research-based information, but practical takeaways each time. And I want you to grow through this. The purpose is not just like passively listen. The purpose is, can you use this information to implement, to apply it to your life? Even if you've had some success or participated in any leadership development programs before, what I've learned by working with hundreds of leaders is that each new challenge needs us to continuously strengthen, question, and refine our current skill set. That's the purpose of my five-step or five-stage leadership pathway is recognizing that you have to visit, revisit these things each and every time. And it's hard to do that on your own in a vacuum. This show will help you continue to reflect and grow. And if you value evidence-based solutions, right? Not just like a one-size-fix-all, not just like buzzwords, but really like research-supported, evidence-based solutions that are committed to consistent practice, this is a show for you. So I look forward to having you join us Fridays at 1 Eastern. That's when we go live. If you can't join us live, that's okay. You can watch later on, right? I want to thank talkradio.nyc for hosting. Talk Radio NYC is an internet radio station whose mission is to empower, uplift, and educate. They have been quietly and steadily changing the face of public conversation to more positive, uplifting, supportive, and empowering messages for the past 13 years with over 300,000 listeners in over 120 countries from around the globe. That's what speaks to me. I don't know about you, but changing the messages that we hear in media to something that's much more positive, uplifting, and supportive and empowering, that that speaks to me. And I hope if it speaks to you that you will join us. Um, By the way, their Thursday lineup is more on the physical, spiritual, and mental health side. They have a number of episodes, including uh, Frank on Health, which I was on a few weeks ago. Fridays is focused on business. And I end that um, like line, lineup of business at this time. And I, I, I do kind of feel like a bridge between these two worlds, which is kind of nice. Um, I want to thank also the production team, including Sam Liebutz, Emily Schulman, and Logan Pethel, and to Frank Harrison, who hosts Frank About Health on Thursday, who had me on a few weeks ago for me to like try it out, to get used to, habituated to this new show. I really want to thank them. I hope to see you next Friday when we will have 
guest Carrie Patterson, who'll share her expertise on when to take a risk, even when you don't have a plan. Thank you to Rebecca Meal, who on LinkedIn recommended this as a topic. I'm excited about this topic. If you are a consummate planner, you don't want to miss this next show. And please join us live on LinkedIn where you can interact with us. I want you to ask questions. I want to interact with you and respond. Okay. Um, on Thursdays, we have Dismantle Racism, the Conscious Consultant Hour, Frank About Health. On Fridays, we have Philanthropy in Focus, Always Friday, Intangify, and the Hard Skills. Thank you for joining me today. I look forward to having you on next time. business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape thriving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify, your business today. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc.
You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.